In this little sermon, I've entitled it, Are You Hot, Cold, or Lukewarm? You remember last Lord's Day, we talked about measuring spiritual growth. And when we're finished with this lesson, I want you just to privately ask yourself, am I hot, cold, or lukewarm? The passage that we're going to be taking is Revelation chapter 3 and beginning in verse 15. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot, so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. A couple of years ago, I gave a series on the seven churches of Asia. And the one that was considered the lukewarm church was the church at Laodicea. You remember that. I just want to take these two verses of scripture and have a, a brief sermon on this particular question. But remember this when it talks about the seven churches of Asia. I believe that the seven churches of Asia were literal churches. So we're talking about specific things and specific people that were literal, that actually met and worshiped God, and Jesus describes them in various ways. But secondly, in addition to that, they also represent the various conditions that congregations of the body of Christ can find themselves in today, not only congregationally, collectively, but even individually as individual Christians. Okay. One of the brilliant things about the Lord is so many things that he wrote were so brilliant because he, knew, he always knew exactly what to say. And if you look at all the seven churches of Asia, you will find that Jesus uses illustrations that they could have understood. For example, in Laodicea, it was known for their hot springs. They knew that. And sometimes there would be a hot spring and sometimes there would be a cold spring. Now, hot is good and cold is good. But there were also times when the cold springs and the hot springs would merge and mingle and it would become lukewarm. I actually read from one scholar that said, this makes it brilliant what the Lord says, that people would go and they would dip something down to get some of, these, some of the water from the spring, thinking it was either hot or cold, put it to their mouth and it would be lukewarm and they would spit it out of their mouth. Jesus says, that's what you as a congregation are. Hot springs and cold springs, that's good. You know, I thought about this morning about coffee. Got up really early and went in my study to look over this little sermon that uh, I decided to preach today. And I was drinking hot coffee. And hot coffee is great. And cold coffee is great. Iced coffee. But lukewarm coffee is not so great. We need to do something with it, like heat it up or put some ice in it, but lukewarm is not great. Let's go back to verse 15 then, and notice what Jesus says. He says, I know your works. And he says this, you are neither cold nor hot. Jesus is knowing their condition and is assessing them by saying, you are not hot and you are not cold. You are lukewarm. And what he was saying from a spiritual perspective, you're no better than the notoriously lukewarm drinking water that's in their town. He's taking their spiritual temperature. Now, why does he say cold nor hot? Well, hot is obviously, uh, we, it's obvious. Hot represents this. Hot represents fervent and on fire. Now, let's not take this further or describe it further than it really is. Let's make it very basic and uh, very practical. Someone that is hot 
fervent and on fire, is just a faithful child of God, a faithful Christian where God is number one in their life. God is at the forefront of their thinking. They're trying their very best, not perfect, but trying their very best to be a Christian and live a godly life. That's all that means. Don't think that this means that they are people that reach some higher level of spirituality. It's not what that means at all, or a higher level of holiness. It's just talking about a faithful child of God. And Jesus says, I wish you were either hot or cold. We understand about hot, but why cold? First of all, understand this. There's no blessing and there's no reward in being cold. What is he talking about? Well, I think that a cold person represents this. I think a cold person represents an unsaved sinner, a non-Christian. I don't think cold means a Christian that quit the church. I don't think it means that at all. I've heard people interpret this by saying this. If a person is going to be lukewarm, it's better to quit the church and be cold and the Lord would have more respect for them if they just quit. I don't believe that's the context here at all. I think the Lord was saying this, it's better if you were hot. Why? Because if you're hot, the word of God is still working in your life. You're still aroused by the, the, the words of God. If you're cold, you're an unsaved sinner. You're a non-Christian. You know what? You're not saved in that current condition. But the word of God still can prick your heart and you can change and you can obey the gospel and you can be saved. I think that's what cold means. Now... Um, what about lukewarm? What about lukewarm? What's it mean to be lukewarm? I think lukewarm is a self-satisfied Christian deceiving himself into thinking that he's safe. I think it pictures the person that is pretending to be something he really doesn't intend to be. I think that's the one, and here's the big word. we Oh, this is a bad word. Hypocrite. That's somebody that's going through the motions. That's somebody that lives a sinful life for six days, does whatever they want, worldly life, but they're there on Sunday. They're their church. They're pretending to be something they never intended to be. That is a lukewarm Christian. And Jesus said that they, this congregation, they were all lukewarm. But there's another reason, too. There's another reason, too. Please get this. Have you ever stopped to consider that a lukewarm Christian will do more to harm the church than an unsaved sinner. Do you know why? Let's just use me. Okay, let's just put it all on me. Let's just say I'm not living like I should. Let's just say that I am living a life that is worldly or sinful, that I am participating in sinful practices in the presence of others that I should not, but I profess to be a member of the church, I profess to be a Christian, and I tell people that I'm a Christian, what happens is people that are in the world compare their life to mine and they say this, I'm as good as he is, or I'm better than he is. In fact, let me just tell you about all the things that Frank does. A lukewarm Christian will do more harm than an unsaved sinner. Now, I have to tell you this, okay? Got to say this. Most people that don't want to obey the gospel and become a child of God and change their life they make the decision first, then they look to somebody else in their example and justify their choice. I believe that. I believe a person will do exactly what they want to do. 
and then figure out a way to blame somebody or cause somebody to be the culprit as to why they won't. And that is the clear thing that we always hear. There's hypocrites in the church or in the religious world, right? We hear that. All that is is somebody justifying their behavior because they don't want to do what's right. It's somebody that's living a double life. When we do that, we do more harm than an unsaved sinner. Burton Kaufman says this, though. He said, this church had lost its enthusiasm, zeal, and excitement concerning their holy religion. Through the ages, they have come to stand for the most disgusting thing on earth. They had become a fat, lazy, self-righteous, and complacent church, basking in their own presumed achievements, but completely unacceptable to the Lord. Very strong words. Very strong words indeed. So in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 15, Jesus says, I know your works. I've assessed you. You're not hot or cold, but I wish you were cold or hot. But you're not. The next verse. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. I have to say something too that's, I really want you to get this. We don't ever want to have the words come out of our mouth. Get in or get out. Or you might as well just quit. Don't ever let those words come out of your mouth to somebody that's struggling spiritually. You know why? They just might quit. We don't want that, do we? I know of a father that 20-some years ago told his daughter that was struggling spiritually, you got to get in or get out. And if you're not going to get in, you might as well get out. You know what she did? She got out. You know, all these years have gone by. You know where she is? Out. We don't want to say that at all. What we want to say is, is get in, stay in, hang on, don't quit. Don't you dare quit. Even if you're hanging on by a thread, don't you dare give up. You hang on. That's what we want to tell people. Because you know why? We're going to find that if you're lukewarm, you can still get hot. Hold that thought. Burton Kaufman said this, though, about the idea of being lukewarm. He said, this shows the contrast between the hot medicinal waters of Hierapolis and the cold pure waters of Colossae. There's the distinction. Thus, the church was providing neither refreshment for the spiritually weary nor healing for the spiritually sick. You got you to get hot is what the Lord's saying. So let me just say this in conclusion. I told you it's going to be a short little sermon. I've done that. It's been 10 minutes. Hot is fervent and on fire for the cause of Christ. What is that? That's a faithful Christian. If you're trying to live a Christian life, that's you. If God is first in your life, that is you. That is you as a child of God. What's cold? That's the unsaved sinner that's never obeyed the gospel. Is that you today? If that's the case, all you have to do is obey the gospel, be baptized for the remission of your sins, and guess what? You can be hot, a faithful Christian. Lukewarm, though, is the hypocritical member living a double life and is self-satisfied with his current condition. I read one scholar one time that said that a lukewarm Christian, unfortunately, one of the dangers, he doesn't even know there's a problem. Just going right along. Satisfied and content. Just going right along. So let me ask you this. As I said, I would do this at the end of our lesson. Let me ask you the question. Are you hot? Are you cold? Or are you lukewarm?
Now, if you're cold, come believing in Jesus, repent of your sins, confess his name as the Son of God, and be baptized in water for the remission of sins. Now, if you're lukewarm, maybe you're looking at this passage that we noticed and it seems kind of harsh. Let me tell you what the Lord said. This is all you have to do. This is beautiful. The Lord said in verse 19 of Revelation chapter 3, as many as I love. Did you get that? As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. That's all you got to do. Repent. Make those changes in your life. We thank you for listening to our podcast put on by the Church of Christ at 2215 Plans Road in Bakersfield. If you would like any additional information or you would like to receive a free Bible correspondence course by mail, please email us at info at churchofchristbakersfield.com. Our service times are Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Please make plans to join us. We would love for you to be our honored guest.